Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What up, what up? Here we have another episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield, Dom Joe, Maximilian. What up? Fellas, fellas, how you guys doing? What's up, guys? Good to be back on here. World, how y'all doing? <laughs> solid, solid, man. Hey, you know what I'm going to need help? You know what I'm going to need help from both of you guys with, man? I'm going to need help from both of you guys from uh, for uh, recruiting some uh, some podcast guests. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, we're going to get some help from the co-host on the, on the podcast guest list. I got some. I got some you I got said some create a list, list, and I create a list. I got the list. Yeah, I, I still got, haven't I even got, seen the list. I got the list for you. I got some people on deck, man. I got some people on deck. <laughs> but, 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 but that's neither here nor there, man. But let's talk about these 76ers, man. You know what I'm saying? We made a power move with, with Tobias Harris. We just got done beating the hell out of LeBron this afternoon. You know what I'm saying? It's been, it's, it's been a tremendous weekend right now in Philadelphia, if you didn't know. Yeah, man, they look—they look like they saw you. You calling championship? Conference championship. Oh, all right, conference championship. You we, calling we going. that? We going. I don't think we're going to win because Ben Simmons don't got a jumper, and that stuff is cool now in the regular season, and he can get to the rack all he wants. But you know how it is in the postseason in the NBA—they step that defense up. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's going to be critical. But you know we got enough to we got enough to go to the conference dance. That's what's up, man. What the what's the week been like, man? What's it, what's your week been like? Have you have you have you moved to Mita in any way? Or are we still in the same place where we was last week? No, oh, no, we moved to Mita tremendously, man. But um, you know, we, it's been an interesting week for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, man, it's just been an interesting week. Can't complain about nothing, though. No. Max, what's what about up? you, man? What's your, what's your week look like, man? Man, it's, it's been a good week. We, we're working on a new helping hands proposal for cleaning. Hopefully get our first cleaning contract. Um, so Ray met up with the guy, and then we talked a little bit afterwards. But it was a good meeting, man. Definitely a big opportunity. And, you know, this, this guy was, he was a cool dude, but he definitely he was like, look, you submit your first offer. We don't take no resubmittals, so come with your best number. So he's, he don't play no games, but definitely a large opportunity. So excited to hopefully – Get that squared away. That's what's up, man. Um, so what happened in my, my week this week? So we had to make a decision for Easy Turn, where um, the developers, you know, see, like every time you hire developers, man, the deadline that's set don't never be. You know what I'm saying? The deadline just keep getting pushed back. So I'm in a meeting with all the developers, and they telling me that basically, you know, what I'm saying we're gonna have to do this and do this, and this is gonna take a little bit longer than what we think. I said, hey, man, listen. Listen, man. Listen. <laughs> hey, if, if, if things is going to be pushed back, then we shouldn't even be in the meeting right now. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't even be in the meeting right now. I, I only want to see. I only want to see guys with their head down in the in the uh, in the computer coding, um, getting things done. No, I mean, I, I get tired of the uh, the the problem mindset. I'm a, I'm a solution mindset guy, man. I'm a solution mindset guy, so sitting me down and telling me the problems, uh, I appreciate it, but ultimately, what's the solutions going forward? What options do we got? Because missing deadlines ain't ain't an option. That's not an option. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how that's how people get fired is miss a deadline, you know? Yep. So um that's what's been going on our end. We had to go back to the drawing board. I had to have him go back to the drawing board and say, all right, you know, figure out how to make this make this work. Cause what you're telling me right now isn't an option to uh to uh to, to push it back. And, and, and try to figure out how to do this a little different. Do this a little different. Nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need you to. Uh, to find out the best way and the best possible way, where we giving everybody that wants to use our product what they asking for. You know. So that's my so decision from the CEO. Not ready by the turn season. Oh no, it's gonna be ready by the turn season. It's gonna be ready by the turn. <laughs> it's gonna be ready by the turn season. Um. So yeah, we just had to. Go back to the drawing board and figure out, you know, what what's most important, what's not most important. But ultimately, my decision is what we've been doing for the past two months. We've been under contract for two months with this company that's doing the coding. You know what I'm saying? And and now you come to me on February seventh, saying, "Hey, look at this. This is what we got." Nah, nah, bro. Hey, sound like a guy been over here. You know, well, that's what happens when people don't work for you. That's what happens when people don't actually work for you. You don't have no clause in your contract that they get a penalty for, you know, X amount of days late, every day they're late. Nah, we don't got no no clauses like that. Um, got to start putting those in there, man. Yeah, we got to start putting them late clauses in there. But, you know, they was taking on a project to where they didn't do the code in the first place. So they kind of, you know, they take it on a project they didn't build. It's kind of like, I guess, I don't know, in house and construction, you didn't build the house. But you you ultimately got to figure out what the problems are with the house while you take it on, and they saying there's a little bit more problems in the code technical debt than what they expected moving forward for the changes going forward. Does it make sense? So, um, yeah. but that's not that you know that there's no sympathy on my side. That's just not I'm not I'm not a I'm not a, I'm not a sympathy guy. And you know I've been a nice guy in the meetings for a long, for about two months, and you know it's been smiles and giggles. But this past meeting I had to. <laughs> had to stern up on them real, real, real strong and heavy, man. Saying, hey, listen, <laughs> listen oh, we, if we, um, if I, if, if we go down, I'm bringing everybody down with me. All right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it, it ain't going to, it ain't going to be just a single ship going down. It's going to be everybody going down. Um, oh, man. Sometimes it'd be can, like, yeah, I can guarantee they won't see a dime. They won't see a dime until it's finished. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, but um, man. that's all I dealt with that, and then I dealt with my guy. Y'all know I got a business development guy in my office for helping hands, man. And you telling me, bro, this is a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a, it's, it's been a ride to say the least. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's been a ride to say the least, man. Um, what's going on? Man? I talked to Josh today. I talked to Josh this week, man. What's what's the deal? Hey, man, you know, he called in Friday. First of all, he been, he had more sick days in one, in six months than, than I've had in my entire four years or five years of the company. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never seen a guy that get, that hits me with more text messages said he can't come in today. You know what I'm saying? I ain't feeling good today. I got a fever today. You know what I'm saying? I coughed three times this morning. You know, those are the type of things that I just be like, all right, bro, go ahead and stay home, bro. But, but you know, Fridays is payday. So, um, Right. Hit me with hit me with Friday and say, "Hey man, I just ain't feeling it today. All right, I'm sick. Whatever." I said, "All right, man, just stay in, man." 
Then he texts me about six or five o'clock. No check today. Nigga, he done showed up to the <laughs> hey, 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 language, man. Language. Hey, he done showed up to the office. He done showed up to the office <laughs> looking for his check. I said, hey, man. Uh, hey, hey, I'm gonna get this done on my time, right? You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So uh oh, God. Yeah, I I don't know where a guy think he could call in sick today with that he got enough energy. <laughs> He done wild up enough energy to come in and, and check to see if his check was in the box. Nah, man, it ain't in there. Sorry about that. Oh, man. That's so, uh, yeah, man, that's what I've been dealing with. So this is the one thing I want to get into today, today man. Um, patience versus um, patience versus not being just um, I guess the word would be proactive so in my situation i run into a, not just one person not just two people not just three people probably four people but that hit me with the patience patience and you know sometimes i preach patience as well but there's a limit to patience like patience has an expiration and i feel like there's a lot of people that, that have been hitting me with this patience thing for three four years and i'm just going to use this example for another some people that i know that are aspiring um, music artists. And I've known these people for three years. And every time I see them, yo, when's the EP coming out? When a single coming out? Hey, in due time. In, in due time, Daniel son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what they hit me with. In due time, Daniel son. You know, I'm like, bruh. So what is the... And I, that's not my style. You know, my, my style is... Uh, my style is casting that and see what comes up with it. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, let me wait till I get to the best spot in the ocean and throw my hook down. Nah, I'm in the boat and I got my, I got my net going while we going in the water. You know what I'm saying? I'm dragging my, I'm dragging my throat, man. Like, that's just how I'm built. I don't think that's, I think that's way more productive than, than being at the perfect moment at the perfect time and throwing your rope down there and seeing what you get. Um, so I want to know y'all mindset as far as when does patience expire? Patience at the beginning is good. I'm assuming that's y'all my mindset, y'all mindset. Um, but when does it expire? And you be like, "Yo, come on, man, you 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 BSing, you BSing." Um, ain't nothing that you're doing. You lying to yourself first and foremost, and ain't nothing that you're doing productive to where you want to go. So first of all, look yourself in the mirror and say, "Hey, man, I, that's not me. I, you don't gotta keep on finessing me and telling me that you're something that you ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what you do and what you are. Like." At the end of the day, man, you got to find out, yo, these are the steps to get it done. And then I can either get it done or I can't get it done. But just keep on telling me that it's coming or just have patience in due time. Every 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 guy has his moment. All those different types of sayings. I, I, you know, hey, it's only a certain amount of times I can hear that. So, so who wants to go first on that topic right there? Patience versus that action. Uh, all right, I'll tackle it first, man. I, when, I, when I hear people say patience like that, I think... It doesn't mean sit back and wait to me. It's a mindset. So patience for me is, okay, keep making progress towards your goal and you're going to get it. Measure your progress and, and every day or whatever whatever your time slot is. Say, have I gotten better since yesterday? Have I gotten better since last week? Am I going, am I working towards my goal? You know what I'm saying? And the patience part for me is knowing that someday down the line that, uh, things are going to come to fruition through the progress that I've made over time. 
You know what I'm saying? Patience isn't sit on my sit sit on my on my butt and do and do nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's not patience at all. Patience is is patience is dragging the net in the water while the boat's going and knowing that you're going <laughs> into the big fish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Like, keep that net in the water, bro. You gonna get the big fish. You gonna get the big fish. Just keep that net in the water. <laughs> That's how I look at it. <laughs> Oh man, that's real. So what is uh, what is it called when the guy is uh, sitting on his butt at home? What is that called? Just it was. Oh, that's called, we, we call that float. We call that float. We man. call Don't that float. <laughs> Don't be a floater. You know what I'm oh, saying? When you in the boat, the engine ain't going and the net ain't dragging. You just float. You just float, man. You know, Word, no, what? Don't be a floater, man. What do you think, Max? Hey, look, I hate the word when people tell me be patient. That's the same equivalent to me as when your coach come look at you and you have the palms up. That's how I equivalent to it. Look, you are going to need to tell me what's going on today and why. If you have a deadline that you are, for some reason, not going to reach, I need to know each and every day what's going on and why, for some reason, that you can't reach a deadline. You're not going to just sit here and tell me to be patient. That's when I'll go off on you. I don't, none of my guys will ever tell me be patient. Look, what are you doing today? What's going to be happening tomorrow? You know, you got to be able to know these answers for me. Be patient, just a scapegoat, because you're not really sure what's going on, or you're just really not doing anything. So, like I said, be patient the same as when we give Coach the palms up. You didn't know what you were doing, and you didn't have a good answer for it. Just wasn't ready, Coach. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't deal with that. Uh-uh. So, so do you have? do you guys have patience as far as, like, when it comes to your employees? I guess Max kind of just touched on that, but as it, as, it, as it comes to employees, people working for you, how much patience do you guys have with people that are either messing up or aren't hitting the mark? Um, how much patience you guys got in that type of category? I got a little patience. Definitely. Yeah, I got a little patience, but I think it's a little different for, for me as so than you with this web development, because in construction, you can see if something's going on or not in that day. Like it's very easy to see when you're yeah. not, when you're developing an app. I mean, I think that's a little bit harder to really see what went on that day. I guess you could kind of, if you know how to read code, you could see if they added new code or something. I don't know. But if somebody's sitting around or didn't do any work that day, it's pretty easy to tell. So my patient runs real short and thin because that's how you, you know, that's a downhill effect, real big trickle effect. If you don't get something done that day, it's supposed to be done. So it's a little bit easier on our side. Yeah. Big facts. And uh, same two examples for me in the construction and engineering we got to meet deadlines because a lot of the projects we work on is for the city. You know what I'm saying? So they're on a strict deadline to get things done so things can get open. And if we agree to open, if we agree we're going to have something done and we hold everybody back on the engineering side, the contractors need our drawings to build the building. You know what I'm saying? And on the construction side, I mean, you have to build it so it's functional so that way the people can come in. So if you're pushing all the deadlines back, somebody is getting sued. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, it coming up short is is really not an option. It's coming out of somebody's pocket and usually yours. And then on the other side with helping hands, it's like if you messing up to the point that you're gonna mess up this contract that I worked hard for, you gotta go. Chase, you saw that. Hey, you gotta go. Two days to get my man up out of there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like one thing you're not gonna do is mess up mess up my contract that I work hard for. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if you mess up the opportunity, that's on you, Jack. I got some next man up. I, I can go in a different direction real quick to get the job done. 
Yeah, I'm joking. He started off real patient until he got that phone call the next morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I, I don't even, I don't even start off with too much patience. I'd be like, hey, hey you might want to go, you might want to go down there and check on my man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before you, before you hit this, before you hit this sack, you might want to go check on that man, boy. I can't, you know, Philly, Philly a lot more spread out than Lexington, but hey, hey, that uh, that Escalade would been down that street. You feel me? He would have been. Down that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on that street being like, yo, about to, hey, at University of Kentucky, we had that contract, boy. Hey, I walk all them halls. I'll be in a building. You know, them buildings be huge, man. They probably like, man, I don't even know how many of them things. I think it's probably like, got to be at least a thousand, two thousand beds in one of those buildings. But hey, I go into that building. I'm walk, start walking them halls. I don't see nobody going in and out of the doors. Hey, that start, start, start dialing numbers. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey where's everybody at? You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's probably my thing. And I think that comes from, like, like Max said, technology. I think it's testing my patience a little bit. Cause, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm built, I'm built on max, max effectiveness or max, uh, effectiveness in a short period of time. Um, so, and I think that goes back to even playing ball because back when I was, uh, there was a time, I don't know if Dom Joe remember this, but when we was about juniors and seniors going up and we was lifting, um, I don't even know if Dom was in that group, but we used to have a group that I, when we used to lift, and we used to finish, try to finish the workout as fast as possible. Like, that's what, yeah, that, I remember that. that was our goal was to try to finish the workout as fast as possible, man. I don't know why we started doing that, but ultimately it was, we was pushing no our bodies. Breaks. Yeah, pushing our bodies in fatigue and, um, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, trying to maximize the time that we are spending on this thing. So it wasn't like, all right, you know, I go, I hit my reps on the bench. Rye hit his reps on the bench. Dom hit his reps on the bench. I go back, hit my reps on the bench. Like, it wasn't much sitting around and, all right, stretching it out. Ah, ah, you know, arm <laughs> circles, arm circles. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't know what happened in that mind shift change because my first year, hey, you talk about a guy that was patient. Patient, you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> I, hit, I, I hit those reps till I got the water, hit a water break. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> go over there, go over there and stretch out my pectorials. You know what I'm saying? All right. Now let's hit this, let's hit this 185 for eight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, oh, man. man, the mindset just flipped. And I think that it flipped when the urgency got higher. Um, the urgency for, all right, this is how much time we got left. This is how many games we got left. This is what we did last year. Unacceptable. This is what we trying to do this year. So when the mindset flipped, then ultimately, the the patience the patience stopped when you was a freshman and we had a lot of patience because we thought man we got four years four and a half years five years we about to turn this joint around man I ain't worried about this little this little lift we got right now um but when when that when that when that urgency picked up that urgency picked up we felt like there was something that we was about to lose or something that we was about to miss out on or this was we gotta we gotta we gotta be great in this moment we gotta be good in this time frame then ultimately man effort action uh, the amount where we was getting done in a short period of time all-time highs all-time highs man so I think it has something to do with the urgency that somebody has for whatever goals they're trying to reach is understanding that okay man this patience is good so let's take it at boat instance for example like the man that's dragging his his is dragging his uh rope or dragging his net in the boat while he's driving What's the mindset of that man that's in that boat? The mindset of that man probably that we ain't eight in a couple of days or 
the business got to we got we we down we down in the books on the business. We got we got to go out there and sell anything we catch at the fishers market. You know what I'm saying? And and what's the mindset of the person that's waiting for the perfect opportunity to throw his rod into the water? What's that mindset? That guy's mindset got to be a guy that he 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 eating fish while he on the boat. You know what I'm saying? Like he eating fish while he on the boat, man. He don't got no hunger to him. There's no way that's a hunger mindset to a guy that is sitting there driving in a whole bunch of water with a whole bunch of fish and he going to sit here and throw his throw his rod whenever he fit, sit down and determine that it's all right, it's time to throw my rod. You know what I'm saying? That's a different mindset. What do you guys think of that? Like, the, what does the mindset have to do with how your actions is, um, how your actions are, how you do with your day-to-day and your your urgency in your day-to-day? Man, it was a, uh, it reminds me of something that, um, it was an Eagles motto that I don't think you guys might have known. You guys might have heard it, but it's last year when they won the Super Bowl, man. One of one of the quotes that uh was a it was a real good quote. I forget who said it. Maybe Kelsey or somebody. But anyway, the quote was "Hungry dogs run faster." You know what I'm saying? Hungry dogs run just, fast. I like that one. You know what I'm saying? Hungry dogs run faster, man. When you hungry and you catch and you need that food, you you ain't gonna stop till you get it. And that urgency, like you said, it's all about that urgency, man. If you starving. Man, everything is you you doing everything you can to get everybody about your way to get your goal. When you lay back, man, sometimes I fall victim of it too, man. It's like, ah, you know what? We good, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I get the next one. But in reality, there's somebody in my profession that's starving right now, that's really on my heels. You know what I'm saying? So I I do think this is a, an important podcast because you gotta come with that mindset every day. You got to come with the starving mindset because somewhere around you, somebody's starving. You know what I'm saying? They want what you got. You know what I'm saying? If you're not the best, you got to be the best. You need to be starving. If you are the best, everybody is trying to take what you got. You know what I'm saying? So you can't afford to come out here and not be hungry and be comfortable. What is comfortable, man? You got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. That, that you know Ace Hood, me? that Ace Hood starvation coming out of him right now, boy. He over here going back. He over here, he over here, over here pushing his, he over here feeling it right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I saw, hey, shout out to my brother Trey, man. I saw my brother Trey bring the house down in church today too, man. That's that starvation crazy. mindset right there at the podium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some clips on the um, IG for Yeah, man, man. we're going to throw some clips on the IG of uh, of uh, Wody, of, of Trey Womack. <laughs> and, and I'm going to talk about Trey for a little bit, man. You know, I called Trey this week, and I told him about how um, he got my man, he got my man Friendship off the podcast, came on here talking about all that non-entrepreneur type stuff, man. I said, hey, man, listen, listen, Wody, you... Uh, <laughs> You can't come on here promoting that that uh that mindset that everything's good and we got you know what I'm saying that that mindset that um I'm not gonna take a risk or I'm out here and I'm just you know floating I'm floating that floaters mindset that's exactly what that was that was that floaters mindset so you know I kept them in the catalog for podcasts so if y'all want to go back and listen to Trey Womack's podcast y'all can go listen to it but it's a floaters mindset podcast man and uh you know we don't promote we don't promote we don't promote floating mindset we promote uh starvation starvation mindset shark mindset um dragging you dragging you dragging you dragging your net in the water mindset so uh that's what we're gonna post as soon as you die yeah we're gonna post my best trade video up on the podcast man because he got it he got so intense one time that he did a he did a lateral leg raise standing up straight i said i ain't never seen it 
You know what I'm saying, man? I ain't never seen it. But um we'll post it up on the on the joint, man. So I think I think Dom is 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 right, man, that you know, when you starving, you eat you eat. And um you find a way to eat. And when you eating, you know what I'm saying, you eat until you 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 eat you relaxing until you're not eating. Um so the finding a way, and it's a hard situation, is finding a way to stay hungry, finding a way to stay motivated, finding a way to stay uncomfortable. That was one of our big topics last year. Um, and, you know, I get caught up in it. And, you know, I think, you know, it's really us just trying to figure out. It's really it's just self-reflection each day and basically saying, yo, I can be better. I could be better today. I could be better than what I was today. Like, why am I, why am I chilling right now? Why am I not doing this right now? And I can talk about me myself personally. Like I can be doing a whole bunch of things. Like I'm traveling a lot, doing a lot of conferences right now, but even when I'm doing these conferences, man, I don't feel like I'm moving the meter when I'm at these conferences. You know what I feel? When I feel most comfortable, man, is when them emails is going out. You know what I'm saying? When the emails is going out, man, that's what I feel like. This is a good day. You know what I'm saying? We 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 cast that net today. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel, man. So I guess that's really what what my mindset is in business as far as the selling is. Did you cast that net today? You know what I'm saying? Or are you okay with what you what you eating on right now? Are you okay with what you eating on right now? Or did that net get cast? Did that net get cast today, man? So. Um, that was one of the things when I first started helping hands, man, was the fact of, man, I'm about to cast this net. I'm about to cast this net every day. When we had zero sales, zero contracts, quit, quit working with my dad, all those different types of things. I said, man, I'm going to cast this net every day. I'm, I'm, I'm going to set a six hour radius around the universe for around Kentucky. And I'm going to say anything I get within this six hour radius, I'm going to go do. I'm going to go knock it out, man. And I was just talking to my cousin, you know, a couple of my cousins, we used to knock out any type of job. Probably the most craziest job we ever did with Helping Hands was a University of Virginia move-in day. All right, so we had to provide 15 people at the move-in day. The move-in day was at 8 a.m. We woke up at 2 a.m. in Lexington, and we brought a crew of 10 from Lexington all the way down to the University of Virginia. So I had to rent two trucks. I had to rent a van, and I had to rent a truck. One truck was filled with the dollies. And then the van was filled with a whole bunch of the workers, all the workers. So I couldn't drive both cars. So that's my first issue. I got to trust one of my guys to drive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to trust, trust one of my guys to drive from Lexington, Kentucky to Charlottesville, Virginia. At 2 in the morning, six-hour drive. We get there at 8 in the morning. We start our job. Uh, we start the work day. We finish at 4 p.m. And we get back on the road. Uh, we finish like 4 or 5 p.m. We get back on the road, head back to Lexington, Kentucky in the same night. So, uh that's probably the craziest job that we've ever done. But ultimately, man, um, and we've done some crazy things in our, in our times of, in our times of a starvation mindset. But we weren't going to leave no bags on the table back then. I know that for a fact. Um, we weren't going to leave no bags on the table. It was, it was by any means necessary. By any means necessary. They say, you say get them. I say got them. You know what I'm saying? So we showed up, we showed up, we performed. And now, you know, we don't have to take on that type of mindset to the point where we're doing those type of crazy and to the extreme type of jobs where, you know what I'm saying, we pack everybody up at 2 a.m. and drive down the road, down the highway, a whole bunch of black people on, in two cars following each other 80 miles per hour going down the street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? That joint, that, joint, that joint, when you look back on it, man, I don't know how we survived that joint right there. But uh, ultimately, man, it, it made us into where we are today. Um so I, I do, I do appreciate that grind, that hustle. Um, but yeah, man, we gotta, 
we got to have that that mindset that we got to go eat. And there's another story I can tell about that as well is the fact that when I was little, anybody that knows me know I don't mess with no dogs. I don't mess with no dogs like that, man. So when I was little, bro, anytime I would, anytime, I don't even know if I was little, but probably like high school, middle school time, dogs chase me all the time, running or things like that. But the one that stands out to me the most importantly was I used to wake up about 530 in the morning when I was in high school, run, do my little 1.7 miles, whatever it was. And there's one time, bro, dog, 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 it's about six in the morning, five, eight, five, 45 in the morning, dog staring me down in the middle of the street. I'm like, man, ain't this nothing. Ain't this nothing right here, man. Got a dog staring me down in the middle of the street, man. And this is early in the morning. Ain't nobody out. It's dark outside, right? It's dark outside. I'm like, man, here we go. You know what I'm saying? So I take off. He take off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You already know what this is going to, man. I take off. He take off. You know what I'm saying? And here we are going down the streets of my neighborhood, him chasing me, man. I'm going through the backyards. I'm going through the fences, over the high, over, over top of the fences, man. It's a full chase right here. It's full chase, man. Ultimately, I end up jumping in the back of a pickup truck, uh, and being able to, <laughs> and being able to hold him off. You know what I'm saying? But, um, those type of things has been the things that I've done, done grown up with, man. Feeling like I had to survive. <laughs> Feel like I had to survive, man. But uh that survivor mindset is 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 a is a is a mindset that's a killer, man. Um y'all got anything else y'all wanna talk about on this side? You got any good stories, man, that y'all wanna give as far as I mean, having a survivor's mindset, a, a go getter's mindset, any type of situations that y'all might have known? Oh, nah, man. Yeah, I also yeah. I listen I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff about entrepreneurs. You know what, what we're going to be soon. Um, one of the big time ones, but um, he was interviewing a guy. I can't remember what business he started, but he was like, I asked him, "Hey, why don't you have any patents on um, what you designed?" And the guy basically said, "He's like, you can't patent hard work. He's like, if somebody's going to outwork me, then you know they deserve to have it. But you know, he said, I wake up every day and I know I outwork my competitors so much that I don't need to patent my design. He said, patents is what makes people get." Lazy, sit back and complacent, and then that's when somebody just finds something that's a little bit better and tweaks their idea. Whereas he doesn't patent his work because people can try to copy him, but they're not really trying to think of the next invention that will be better than his. That's real. Facts. That's facts, man. That's facts. Um, only thing I can say, man, being hungry and all that stuff, man. One one thing, Chase, that that you do a good job of. Um, like right now I'm working hard and you know what I'm saying? Cleaning the building in the morning, staying a little later, doing this stuff. But because I'm working hard, I'm, I'm also, I've only been to one event this year and I'm a business developer. I've been to one event this year. man. So going into this week, I'm definitely going to hit that event break. And, and I got to hit an event a week for a long, long period of time. At least at, I'm, I'm shooting for six months. So, um, but Cultivating your network and cultivating relationships is so important to being hungry, man. I think I think that alone just it, it helps you grind so much more because number one, you're building relationships. No matter how you want to slice it, cut it, weigh it, business is personal. You know what I'm saying? I hate when people say it's business, not personal. Business is personal. Everybody does business based off personal feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, like relationships get you jobs. You you build a rapport with a company or you build a rapport with some property managers. They always going to get back to you. They like, you know what I'm saying? They like you. Then they're more inclined to bring you back. Stuff like that. And um, so going to events and cultivating relationships is good because it's also you see your competition. 
you get innovative ideas and it's motivation. Like you might be like, oh man, look at this dude. I want to be like this, man. Damn, I got to step my game up. If you just grind hard, grind hard with your head down and don't look up and keep your antennas up, you got to have your antennas up, man. You know what I'm saying? If you just grind hard, grind hard with your head down, you might be spinning in circles, man, and, and look up. You still in the same spot. You know what I'm saying? So make sure cultivating relationships is something that's very important to grinding and casting that net. You feel me? You feel me? All right. Yeah, man. We feel you, bro. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man. I think that's extremely important for a takeaway for this week for anybody listening, man, is are you comfortable with what you eat or are you trying to get a full set? Are you trying to get more food on your plate? That's pretty much it, man. I know when that plate's empty, when that plate's empty, people try to put food on their plate. But when you got some food on your plate, are you okay with what's on your plate? Or are you trying to have options, a full set, a full buffet, a full lineup? I'm trying to have a Thanksgiving Day set up, man, with one person at the table. You feel me? That's what I'm trying to have right there. I ain't okay with my, you know what I'm saying, my little McDonald's burger and my fries right now. All right, I'm eating, but... Ultimately, I got more work to do. So that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of the mindset, man. I'm 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 heavy on promoting entrepreneurship this year. Um, obviously, I was trying to do it yes last year, but that's my that's like my goal. That's like my stance. I like my brand is promoting entrepreneurship, man, and basically promoting entrepreneurship in the black community. Why is it that we see lack of entrepreneurship in the black community? Why is it? That, why is that? Why I know we we probably only got about ten more minutes, so don't try. We might come back with it next week. But why is it that we lack entrepreneurship in the black community, guys? Wow, man, Max, go ahead, man. Man, I think of a lot of it honestly as a whole. I think the black community does not support its own business as much as other communities do. So it's it's hard to keep. A business running and then you know just historically the way that um black people were brought to this country and what we were given even after we were freed slaves the areas that we were given weren't the best and the communities that we occupy now some in the heaviest of areas aren't always the best so it doesn't promote people to want to have businesses and then they also don't see people in those roles you know they see people in in different roles of not owning their own business or you know they're not they don't understand entrepreneurship they don't have, you know, lineage of people being entrepreneurs. So it, it's just, you know, it's a lot of different factors that's pulling them towards not wanting to take that risk. And a big is people are just afraid of, you know, if you have a decent job paying the bills, helping your family out, usually more than what your family has, because we're at a time that, you know, minorities have some of the most freedoms that we've ever had throughout history. So the fact that you want to maybe give that up for a chance is hard for people to take that risk. All right. Um, what you got, Dom? Uh, I got a, um, I'm going to keep it a simple answer, uh, but I'm, I'm going to talk to y'all when I get off the pod, when we get off the podcast. But um, I think that it really, really, truly boils down to education. man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because, because, there's a big lack of lack of education in the black community. You, it's kind of like you don't know what you don't know, and, you, and 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 what you like. Me talking to a lot of inner city kids, they don't know what they don't know, and what they see is not right, and they don't understand how close they are to being entrepreneurs. Just basic general case in point. 
if you if you, if you if if you can sell drugs, this is what you see. You see your old head selling drugs, nice watch, you know what I'm saying? Maybe even riding a Benz or whatever. But really, he's not making that much money. It's all cash. He really doesn't have anything. And he he's just feeding the cycle. But and in school, you, you, if no more, if you know how to sell drugs, you you know how to run a business already, right? If you know how to how to how to um, manipulate your bottom line, then you pretty much basically running a business. And in school, we have a lot of teachers that don't care. And I think it really starts with basically just talking to these kids, educating them at a fundamental level, and teaching them that listen. In order to get what you want, you need to be educated, read books, do whatever you got to do, man, but have fun learning because that's the only way to really get generational wealth. And that's that's the end of the goal. I think that's that should be everybody's goal at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Generational wealth is in your family, and it, only, and it starts with education. Big facts. Who has the gas of the week this week? All right, Max, just give me. You sure it's not you, Dom? I don't know who it is. It's one of you two. I mean, if you want, oh, man. It's, it's one of you two. How about we say it's just one of you two, and I'm going to give you some time. All right, I Max, I'm going to give you some time. So make sure, everybody, that you, uh, while we're in this little intermission, follow at CTC Podcast. Um, like, subscribe to our podcast. Streaming on all platforms. Um, we appreciate everybody's support, everybody's comments. Everybody's likes as we continue to grow. We do still we do still plan on doing our first live podcast in April at Black Alumni Weekend Spring Game. We got to get all the logistics out, but just plan on being there. Everybody, CTC will be doing a live podcast. We're gonna have a UVA guest, a Who's Where guest. That's gonna be a solid one. Um, so it's not something that you want to miss. Education, education, education. Like Dom Joe just promoted. All right, my thought process on black entrepreneurs, man, the reason why I'm promoting it. The reason why I think it has to be promoted more heavily, one, it is a, is a lack of uh, education. Two, it has been a process over time that, you know, we have obviously we know that we've started with the sh- a short end of the stick. But what I want to talk about is mentally being imprisoned mentally and being free physically. And that's a strong statement that we kind of can't even get into today. But being imprisoned mentally, but being free physically, I feel like it doesn't matter how free you are, how much opportunity you have, or how much opportunity is in this world, if you still think that ultimately you don't have an opportunity to move up or you don't have an opportunity because of circumstances. And you continue to tell yourself that this is why this is, or this is why that is, or this person is doing great because of this. And I didn't get that. And I didn't get this. Like mentally imprisoning yourself, man, is, is a, is a bigger problem than anything else that goes around in this system or anything that else is going on. Cause I could care less if I'm the dumbest person in the world. Or I ain't went to school, but if I'm not mentally imprisoned and I think that I got opportunity to scale and I can go ahead and, you know, figure out a way to, to hustle and, and, and make a way out of no way, then ultimately I'm going to do it, you know? But if I continue to look at other people and see, man, they got this, I didn't get this, they got this, I didn't get this, they met this person, I didn't meet this person. And ultimately you set up to fail and you'll forever fail. So entrepreneurship, we're going to promote it. We're going to promote it heavily. That's our CTC mindset, cut the check mindset. That's our goal. That's our brand. We're going to continue to try to make sure, especially in the black community, that we help others 
become entrepreneurs or become or see that, you know, you can have a side hustle even with your little job. You can have a side hustle, make your own money. You don't have to rely on other people to make money for you. So uh, or to pay you, you don't have to have that mindset of of I need somebody to pay me. You can have a mindset that I can go get whatever I want to get and it's out there to go get. And it's a long way, but we're going to talk about this more next week. So uh, there'll be a part two, I guess, to this little conversation next week of becoming entrepreneurs in the black community. Max, what's the gas of the week? Gas of the week is, look, never become complacent. That's the quickest way to get killed. The lion wakes up every morning knowing it has to hunt, take down his prey, and kill to eat. The gazelle wakes up hoping that the lion doesn't come after him but doesn't start its journey of sprinting away until he sees that first lion come chase him. So, more of the story, be the lion, not the gazelle. Always stay on your toes, and you'll kill it. And we out. On your toes, boy, we out.